0: Before we get into the show, I just wanted to remind you about a sponsor of Fresh of the Word, 20 by 20 Apparel. Founded in 2015, 20 by 20 Apparel brings original tributes to pro wrestling classic arenas, moments, and events. They look to spotlight the bloopers, beeps, and body slams, along with the biggest, smallest, strangest, and strongest. In the world of wrestling, where there are hundreds of shirts, promotions, flyers, social media accounts, and ads... Don't get lost in the sea of parody shirts and display fonts. They can provide professional graphic design services at a reasonable price. 20x20 also hand screen prints all their tees in-house. So if you'd like to discuss possible run of tees, posters, koozies, foam fingers, or whatever else, just drop them a line at 20x20apparel.com. That's 20x20apparel.com. And also look out for their limited edition enamel pins. And you might see them set up a gimmick table at a wrestling event near you. So once again, go to 20by20apparel.com. That's 20x20apparel.com. Fresh is the
1: I'm Jim Duggan, got long wood for plenty of holes. I keep it fresher than fresh, but you already know, you suckers bummy, I'm money, I got a ton of flows, my weed loud like a motherfuckin' thunder roll, your shit quiet like you ballin' on a budget though, we see your kicks and we laugh and yellin' what it goes. you see me shinin' like a suit on puppy. you know my grind and shit is too strong, buddy, that's why the dude call
0: money, I be stuntin' like it's nothin' at all, cause it's nothin' to me, it's probably somethin' to yo, tryin' to smoke like me, then come and fuck with your dog, it's full of
1: kicks, you can't cop it to mall And the pressure fresher than the freshest You can tell it's in my ass Bitch, you see the way I'm rappin'? Yes, I do this shit to death But tell I'm runnin' out of breath But tell somebody cut a check But either way, you know it's fresh But either way, you know it's fresh Fresh We
0: fresh 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 God
1: damn it, we fresh
0: Fresh Fresh
1: Fresh God damn it, we so damn fresh Hey
0: everybody Hey everybody Welcome to Fresh is the Word. I'm your host, Kelly K. Fresh Frazier. This is episode 176. The guest for this episode is David McLean, creator of Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling, GLOW, the all-women's wrestling promotion that was founded back in 1986 that has had a bit of a renaissance recently due to the Netflix TV series that was based off of. But more recently, McLean has also started up WOW Wrestling, which started all the way back in the year 2000, and it was relaunched again in 2012. WoW Wrestling is owned by David McClain, along with Los Angeles Lakers owner and president, Jeannie Buss. Back in June 2018, WoW did ink a deal with Access TV for a weekly show, part of their weekend Access TV Fights roster. And they just started a, the second season this past Friday, and will continue to air episodes each Saturday, at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. We talked about the importance of presenting the WoW superhero stories with truth and authenticity, the use of their feature vignettes, his time creating both GLOW and WoW, the lively atmosphere of a WoW show, then also we talk about his awesome dance moves back in the day on GLOW. So, without further ado, let's get onto the interview with David McLean.
1: All right. Fantastic. This Kelly?
0: Yes, it is. How, how's it going, David?
1: All right, Kelly. Where are you today?
0: Um, I'm out here in the Detroit area, Michigan.
1: I love it. The Motor City.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Have is, you ever been is, here? Is, is
1: there is there is there a radio announcer called Dick the Bruiser still on the air there?
0: Uh, no, no. I think he's long gone
1: long gone <laughs> he was he was a he was a
0: stable in detroit oh definitely definitely yeah you, you, even like generation generations knew about that dude like he was he was a legend here
1: yes he was like the indianapolis guys in syndication bob and tom
0: right right have you yeah. ever been to detroit
1: Oh, yes. I've been to the Kobo Hall to see Bobo Brazil. I've been to Joe Louis Arena. I've been to Tiger Stadium. I love Detroit.
0: Oh, Tiger Stadium was my favorite place on Earth when I was a kid. Like, it doesn't matter what was going on in your life, what was going on in Detroit. Like, when you're in Tiger Stadium, like, you were in another planet, another world, and you just felt safe there.
1: Exactly. Exactly. It
0: was a magical place. What I love about Wild wow Wrestling is that just from the, you know, just from the start, you guys come in hot, and with the, and with the, the debut of uh, this season on Access TV, you're just getting into it. You got Tessa, Tessa Blanchard. You have all of, uh, you have all of the competitors wanting to come after her. What's the idea behind just coming in hot with this uh, on this television show? Because even throughout the throughout the program, there's a lot of energy, a lot of excitement. You know, so what's the idea of just keeping that energy level up, and how do you do that?
1: Well, Kelly, the 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 wild debut that aired on Access TV, you know, on Saturday. It's every Saturday. It aired Saturday, but it's every Saturday at eight o'clock Eastern, five o'clock Pacific time. You're right. The crowd, the the fans that are watching it, love the high energy and the action, and. It's been called the best wrestling on TV. Would you agree with that?
0: Yes, it is really great. It is the, it is, it's different than the other wrestling that's on TV. Uh, Since it's, you know, an an hour long show, you know, it's just like you pack in so much, but you do it effectively.
1: Well, thank you. Well, the way we do it is we shoot it live and then just edit it. So the features that are put in, on the wrestlers are post-produced and put in. But everything else there is done live. So when you saw Tessa Blanchard, Havoc, the Beast, Jungle Girl, in that ring and the circumstances to which they were chasing and wanting that championship title bout against Tessa Blanchard, the born legend, that is happening all in real time right in front of the live crowd at the Belasco Theater in Los Angeles, California. Coming up is a live event. For all your listeners, if any of them are traveling, yeah. fly out to L.A. and see WOW on the 18th and 19th in L.A. at the Velasco for the next season of WOW is already being taped by Access TV. Yeah, So it's happening in real time. Um, you say, how do we do it? It's just we keep the ball rolling. It's an energetic, fun event. It's done at a live theater, a historic theater. It's perfect for us. It's small in size, so it's energetic. Um, we're not fortunate enough as the big boys yet to have, you know, 13,000 people in the arena to see WOW. Maybe we will be in two years from now. But it's, it's compact. It's high energy. The fans can touch the WOW superheroes. You're part of the action. It's uh, lighting. It's theatrical. It's a new look, and in it's alternative. That the wrestling fans are enjoying watching on
0: Access TV, yeah. and I think there's a bit of a lost art in the wrestling business about producing a show in a smaller theater like that. Because if you go back to the back in the day when you had like the WCW shows, like in the in the uh, studios, and you had like Ric Flair and the Horsemen, you know talking trash to the you know the, the people in the audience they were just right there there was there was a different vibe to that in, in comparison to the big arena shows so that's another thing that i like about wow is that you have there is this sort of intimate setting right now to where like everybody everything's just right there and you can feel the energy
1: well, you got to you got to contribute something. To Selena Majors is the trainer of Wow. Has been with me since the beginning, putting Wow together and sharing the dream with me. Excuse the noise in the background. I'm outside talking to you. Um, but um, we're old school. You know, you're in Detroit, Cobo Arena, Joe Louis Arena, Tiger Stadium, Dick the Bruiser, the wrestler, not just the radio host back in the day. Bobo Brazil, the chic. Uh, Selena Majors down there with Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson, Rick Flair, Ricky Steamboat. We're old school, Jerry Lawler style. So we like to put wrestling out there in a fast, compact uh, presentation that the fans enjoy, and we think we're doing it. We're different than all the rest, and that's why we're succeeding.
0: Yeah, and it's really great. And what Another thing that I love about WOW is the the vignettes that you guys produce. It's like you're really putting these uh, these women's stories into these really great vignettes and really telling their story. And I think that's a very... That's another bit of a lost art that... You know, it's starting to come back with some of the newer um, organizations, and they're also using using uh, YouTube and social media to, to bring those across to the audience. But, you know, talk about the vignettes, because... One of my favorite, from and I still remember it from last year, was the one with Fire. Hers was really great, and um, you go back to it, like, in during her matches throughout the, you know, even in the first episode of this season, you go back to that vignette. So, you know, talk about what you want to come across and how you uh, go ahead and produce these vignettes.
1: Well, everyone in WoW has a character name Fire. You know her as Tiara Hogan as she wrestles another league. You know... Uh, the monsters of madness by their name, Havoc, except for that wrestle and the impact. You know, we've got uh, Sassy Massey now. We've got Princess Aussie. We've got the Norwegian Nightmare, uh, Krumpus. We are old school in the fact we want a character. No one remembered Irvin Johnson, they, remer- they remember Magic Johnson. They remember, and they tell us you called Air Jordan. They call uh, Mambo for Kobe Bryant. Um, the old XFL, you remember, He Hate Me. Yeah, It yeah. was on his jersey. <laughs> fans like characters. Dwayne Johnson is still today the biggest movie star in the world and he's called Dwayne The Rock Johnson. It's just the way our DNA is. We like superheroes. We like characters. And we want the fans to engage and know who the superheroes of WOW are. And that's why when Kiara Hogan came here, she's been wrestling in other organizations and on the independent scene for over three years, but no one knew her story. We delivered the story. We have the best producers in the industry, the executive producers, Ryan Kermeshua and Nick Staller. They're the best. They come from some of the best programming on TV in the last 10 years under the banner of Mark Burnett production. They're responsible for Survivor, uh, The Voice, uh, The Contender, several top, top, top five shows in the country. And I just dictated to them, the fans need to be engaged with who these wrestlers are. Who are the superheroes and why should they care about them? Right. And that's because also we don't have a cookie cutter organization. We have a vast display of personalities, diversity, and people that wrestle in wow. And for the reason we do the the vignettes, if you call them, or the features, is so the fans can find one of the superheroes they like, that they relate to, and they can start following them on social media. At Wow Superheroes.
0: Yeah, on the the season premiere, the feature on uh, Reina Reyes as you know transitioning from Azteca is like so was so beautifully shot that I'm like I'm in, I want to follow her.
1: Once again, those are our executive producers doing it. But when we sat down and spoke to Reina Reyes, and she came to it, and she was under the character that I wanted to create from Mexico called Azteca, and she saw that I had that mask on a table. She knew that I wanted to have a character that represented Mexico, and we didn't have it. She said, let me be that, and I found that strange, and I went for it, but it was wrong, the wrong fit on multiple levels. The authenticity wasn't there, and it wasn't, it wasn't right. And subsequently, I asked her, why did you go for that? And when she started to tell me, because, you know, I really wasn't comfortable. Wow's on television, and people are going to see me now outside of the independent wrestling. And I come from a background in the Philippines where my mom and dad really didn't want me to become a wrestler. They wanted me to become a lawyer, a nurse, a doctor. They wanted me to continue my education. They valued that. Um, they're not that proud of me with respect to traveling the country as a female wrestler. I said, well, let's tell that story. Let's tell the truth. And then let's see what your mom and dad think of it after we tell it. Well, they're more proud of her because she told the truth. And we're lucky enough she told that story and we're fortunate enough that it was broadcast in the Access TV debut. There's going to be more of that. There's going to be more truth revealing uh, features on the WoW superheroes, because their their character, their dynamic, all emerges from the foundation of who they really are. There's no one that's totally just created as a, as a character for the sake of it, and we're not going to do that. It's wrong. I tried to do it with Azteca, and you see the result. We had to come out with the who really is Rena Reyes. She's from the Philippines, and what was beautiful is when we put her in that wrestling gear with the beautiful headdress and the skirt, she cried saying, I always wanted to be a princess and now I am. <laughs> She's the pearl of the Philippines.
0: Right. Throughout you know, throughout wrestling's history, there you know, the aesthetic of wrestling when it comes to the, you know, the basics of telling stories and the bad guys and the villains, a lot of that has influenced pop culture, you know, to this day, you know, especially with the way, you know, politicians go at each other, you know, wrestling has pretty much found its way into every nook and cranny of society. But at the same time, how important is it for wrestling to find inspiration from other things outside of its own you know its own being from other things outside of wrestling that is sort of innovating and cutting edge
1: one i think it's very important and two i think in today's society we're some somewhat limited from doing what i would like to do i know we are because i would like to play off more of what's happening in today's culture and bring it to the forefront as as a storyline within WoW, even as you mentioned politics, but we're not able to do that today. Today's culture has changed. So, call it a little being more politically correct, but possibly it's also cheap entertainment, so we're (laughs) not able to do that. Secondly, we're not going to exploit anybody just for the sake of exploiting them because it's popular, and that won't be done in WoW at all. But You know, you mentioned politics. Um, I think the fact that, you know, the U.S. has a president that half the country doesn't like and half does like speaks to, one, the persons that like him may not even like his policies and or some of of his rhetoric. But what I think everyone's missing is they like his authenticity, uh, those that do like him in look beyond his potential policies they don't agree with. And I think that's how some politicians have been getting elected. Uh, I may not agree with someone, even from my home state, on his political views, but I respect him because of his authenticity. And I may even vote with for him because of that. And I think that's why WOW resonates. I think that's why you like those vignettes. That's why you're resonating with the fire feature because of its authenticity. And I think you can never deny people the fact that they like authenticity. You can have a best friend and disagree with them on several things, but if they're being authentic, you'll respect their opinion and say we respect each other to disagree, and you can still be best friends. It's a shame that more of that's not happening. In the political dialect
0: today as somebody who's been who was the founder of gorgeous ladies wrestling and then you started while WOW wrestling what, what were the things about the experience with glow that helped you with um, while WOW wrestling whether it was back in two thousand or with the you know the recent incarnation over the past five years but then what what are some things that you didn't have during the glow time that you know you really blessed to have now i know like talent wise you're working with people who are you know they came up training to be wrestlers you know whereas that was a different circumstance back in the glow era so you know what what was sort of like the comparison between those two eras
1: well one i'll answer your last question first and then you might have to repeat the first two but the answer to what we didn't have with glow that we have with wow is a athletic pool of female athletes that just didn't exist 30 years ago i mean um they said the wrestling and glow was never great never good it wasn't because of a host of issues in timing of having to hit uh thresholds to get into syndication the training was never done properly period right and it was just it was i just didn't have the time i didn't have the bandwidth by the time we had to do a pilot, by the time it was accepted, by the time it sold, and then battling the thresholds of, of getting financing and hitting the stations with programming that was required. The, the training was an F-minus. And then today, not only is our training great, because WOW offers the wrestlers the only all-female training school in the world in Long Beach, California, a training center dedicated to women's wrestling but the athletes that are participating and who was the biggest athlete in the 80s Jane Fonda videos today you've got sterling athletes across several platforms participating in sports and we're the benefit benefactors of that and so are the fans title nine changed the world and women's sports has grown due to the fact of pioneers like Billie Jean King and others that were out there stomping and for women's rights and opportunities in sports, and we're all benefiting benefiting from that. Look at Tessa Blanchard. I mean, she's never been told, no, you can't participate. No, you can't play soccer. No, you can't go compete. She's always heard, yes, just go do it. So the culture is different, and we're seeing that with respect to the athletes that step into the ring. Now, In terms of your first two questions, what did I learn from WoW? I learned it's all about the wrestlers. It's all about the women. It's all about the sisterhood because they make it happen. And they have to have a great working environment to succeed. And we've created that, and I've made that a paramount factor of WoW, that the working environment for the talent to succeed is given and provided. And the second and most important thing I've learned is you've got to have the right partners engaged with you to help you grow anything. You can't do anything in life by yourself. You need someone to help you. And Jeannie Buss, as the owner of WOW Women of Wrestling, is the best partner any of us can all have in women's wrestling. She's all of our partner because she's creating the foundation to which has changed the status quo of women's wrestling. Period. Um, there was never a revolution or an evolution for Jeannie Buss. She didn't need anyone in social media to tell her how to do it. She's just done it. And she's created an atmosphere and a platform for all the WOW superheroes. You talk to any of the wrestlers in WOW, they'll tell you how great an experience (laughs) it is to be in the company. You don't hear that with many other wrestling companies. Right. And that's due to Jeannie Buss. That's what I've learned. You have to have the right partners to succeed. I didn't have them in GLOW, and I've got them now.
0: What's your greatest memory of your time you know, starting things up with GLOW?
1: The fact that it went into syndication and the fact that the general manager at WPIX in New York City told me that it wasn't going to succeed, that she wasn't going to do it. And I told her to, one, meet one of the wrestlers who happened to be Uh, later she was Tina Ferrari and she became Ivory in the WWE and Ivory Lisa Moretti went out to lunch with her and was the greatest salesperson that we could ever have and she sold glow to that general manager and my that's a great memory because that was the growth of it from the talent and then secondly to have that general manager say it was the best program and highest-rated program they ever had on (laughs) P.I.M. That was great. And my other fondest memory, of course, was after GLOW when we took many of the former GLOW girls and we went on tour and we were fortunate enough uh, to have a promoter um, put on a live women's wrestling show in Madison Square Garden. And I'll never forget coming out in the garden and the microphone coming down from the iconic ceiling at the Garden and being able to welcome the fans to women's wrestling and having Wendy Richter on that event and Bambi and Peggy Lee Leather, who became Thug, That was a great honor. And Deborah Hara, Hara, the great uh, pop singer in the front row, that was a great time. That was a great memory. And uh, all those memories gave me the... Energy to keep going and see a dream that was 30 years ago that was never fulfilled and finally doing it now And this season you saw it on the debut and if you didn't see it if your listeners didn't see it Watch it this Saturday 8 o'clock Eastern 6 o'clock Pacific on access TV and you'll see the culmination of a 30-year dream We do have the best women's wrestling in the world on Wow
0: Right. And before we get out of here I have a uh, a listener question from my friend, my longtime friend Tony, who is also a Patreon subscriber for me, and he wants to know he wants to know about your uh, your great dance moves in the old uh, uh, glow uh, vignettes and TV shows. Where do those come from,
1: <laughs> Tony? You got to watch. Uh, you got to go to our social media and see at Wild Superheroes. You're egging me on to put a video on that they just shot weeks ago when they said I still couldn't dance. So oh, you see think some I dance moves? Re- I, I think I better re- release it on one of the social media platforms of, wow, I'll have uh, Mella and Kristen get out there and promote that. And and I'll Tony, we're going to show it. We'll show it because of Tony's request, and we'll see if I can still do some moves that I did in the old days with
0: GLOW. Awesome, man. Awesome. All right, it's been great talking with you, David. And uh, I'm definitely excited for the new season of WoW. Uh, for, um, I know you've uh, already pitched it a bunch of times, but where can go, uh, people go to check out uh, WoW? And, uh, you know, go ahead and pitch your stuff.
1: Well, it starts at w-o-w-e.com. E is an entertainment, w-o-w-e.com. And there you can link on, there you can meet all the wild WOW superheroes. You can find out about them. You can engage with them. And from there you can go to all the social media platforms at wild WOW superheroes. And then of course, every Saturday night, 8 o'clock Eastern, 5 o'clock Pacific, Access TV, it's on Dish, it's on Direct, it's on Sling, it's on Fios, uh, Charter, Cox, uh, Spectrum. Here in my own city, it's across the board. Find Access TV in your market. Go to their website and just plug in your zip code, and it'll tell you what station it's on. And that's where you should go every Saturday night for the best of professional wrestling. You saw nine hours of WOW last week in the telethon. You're going to see WOW this week every Saturday, followed by New Japan Wrestling. So if you're a fan of wrestling, you're a fan of Access
0: TV. All right, thank you for being on the show, Dave. It's been, it's been a joy talking with you.
1: Well, I've enjoyed it, and thank you so much, Kelly, for hosting me today. I really enjoyed it.
0: All right, great. Have a good day, and good luck with everything. And
1: tell, and tell Tony when he sees that wild superhero and sees those steps, I finally am going to bring that video out because of you and him.
0: All right, great. <laughs> All righty, thank you. All right, have a good day, man. So that was my interview with David McClain. Remember that Wild Wrestling airs each Saturday on Access TV at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. And for more information about where you can uh, check out Wild Wrestling, uh, there will be links in the show notes at freshthepodcast.com. Before we get out here, I definitely want to remind you how you can support the podcast. Uh, Fresh as the word is on Patreon at patreon.com/slash fresh as the word. For as little as a dollar per month, you can support Fresh as the word. And for the three dollar a month tier, you'll have access to the Patreon only podcast episodes where I dig deep into my audio archives for interviews that I've done in the past. You know, probably ten years or so and recent outside of the Fresh of the Word podcast that I've either never used before or I've just used part of it for an article. So there's a lot of good stuff that I've already posted. I'm going to try to do at least five of those interviews a month for the Patreon subscribers. So go to patreon.com slash word and check out all the tiers that are available. And also remember that Fresh of the Word is streaming pretty much anywhere that podcasts are streamed please rate and review the show anywhere you listen to it, especially Apple podcasts. All right. Thank you for listening. Like always. And remember, go out and live life with intensity with a capital 10. Goodbye. And good night. Fresh is the world.